When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title, What Could Go Wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey. Also, here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, The Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I really love cheese, so I thought we'd talk about cheese in all of its many forms and ways that we consume it. Cheese is great. Wait, is this a trick episode, Jeff? I feel like it might be a trick, because, I mean, I mean cheese. What can go wrong with cheese? I guess we're about to find out. Prepackaged cheese. The stuff that comes sliced already. Oh, that molds so fast. It's got more surface area, so the you open it and then all of the micro air bugs jump in and go, my cheese now. I'm talking to the individually packaged slices. They all have their own wrapping. Oh, well that's not really cheese, generally. Well, I mean... Are we talking about like American cheese? I mean, it looks like cheese. It kind of tastes like cheese. The stuff with the static cling film that goes... Yeah, you, just, you can just like slurp it down like... You know, it just kind of melts in your mouth kind of texture. I don't want cheese melting in my mouth. I, I do. I want cheese melted before it approaches my face. Well, I like solid cheese better than melted cheese. Mm-hmm. I think it's a general rule. And if it melts before it gets to me, then it becomes solid again, just in a melted shape. And yeah, fondue, I guess, is melted cheese. And that sounds unappealing. Yeah, I, so the thing about, like, the prepackaged slice, like, American-style cheese that has always worded me out is, I mean, one, like, you take the cling wrap off and you've got, like, the wrinkles from the cling wrap in the cheese, but also the, the smoothness, like, it's glossy. The cheese oh, yeah. is glossy and, like... Polished sh- for your delight. Yeah, shiny. Like, I don't want to see my reflection in my food. Cheese shine. It's weird. Through a cheese slice darkly. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Alright, we'll move on to maybe a cheese that you enjoy. Curds. Whether they're fried or not. Like squeaky cheese? Just cheese curds of any variety. Pick your poison. Squeaky uh, cheese I like. But also, I can see why it could be a problem for people that have a hard time with mouth noises, because it's squeaking coming from your mouth while you're eating. So it's not a very polite cheese. Sounds like a fun cheese, though. But if you have too much fun while you're having curd cheese, then it's, I think, easier to aspirate than other cheeses. It's it's already chunky. Yeah, it's not a regular square like a sliced cheese or or a round if you slice a log cheese. And it's not grounded to a cracker like you would eat a soft cheese. So you have this free-flying cheese body that can be gravitationally attracted to the back of your throat and just kill you. I can feel myself kind of like feeling like I need to cough right now just a little bit, just thinking about it. Like, just I need to clear my throat. Yeah. Just gotta chew and taste it more is what I'm hearing. Well, yes. We all need to chew our food more for many reasons. But like, if you're laughing and having fun and chewing and eating cheese, because if it's fun cheese... In theory, you're going to be enjoying yourself. Maybe a little giggle. 
like a sharp intake of breath. It's death. Super, it's super easy to enjoy yourself when you're eating cheese. Mm-hmm. All right. Dangerous. Yeah. Cheese plate with crackers. Have you ever had a cheese plate where, like, all the cheese is the same color and it's not labeled? And so you're not exactly sure what cheese you're getting. And I love cheese, and I love many different kinds of cheeses in many forms, but cheese has so many different flavors that if you're expecting one thing, it's like you're, say you're expecting, like, a nice cheddar, like white cheddar, and you put Swiss in your mouth, like you're going, even though both of those cheeses are delicious, in theory, like if, if you're expecting one and you eat the other, it's going to be like when you drink something thinking it's soda and instead it's iced tea. In theory, iced tea is delicious, but if you think it's soda, it tastes gross. Like, it's the same thing that happens with Swiss cheese. And so, like, cheese plates can be a little unnerving in that way, where you just, you don't know what you're going to get. And I, I don't know. Personally, I just, this, I just like to know what I'm putting in my mouth before I put it in my mouth. Yeah, the provolone mozzarella mix-up is mm-hmm. another, oh, there's a sliced, thin, round white cheese. Perhaps it's mozzarella. Oh, no, it's provolone. Oh! If you if you think you're gonna get like sweet buffalo mozzarella, and then that tangy provolone hops in there, no, that's cognitive cheesiness. So disappointment is the worst thing that we could have to see then. I mean, you're still eating cheese. Like a disappointment, like also like disappointment, existential crisis involving cheese that maybe then makes you not want to eat cheese. I can't think of anything. Which, which means there's more cheese for others there to enjoy with the platter. Right, but no more cheese for me. It's a personal disappointment and surprise. Yes. In a bad way. Oh, and then there's the disappointing cheese plates where it's not... You go, order cheese plate. We're expecting a selection of perhaps three or four cheeses. Perhaps goat, sheep, cow, cheese, milk, milk, cheese. However they announce it. And then instead of this totally normal, regular expectation of cheese, you get like a quarter pound piece of cheddar... Yeah. And some Ritz crackers. I oh, see. So just like like when you get a cheese plate, and it's not even like Colby Jack, and then cheddar. It's just like cubed cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Like that's like cheddar's fine, but it's not what you're expecting when you're like, oh, order a cheese plate. Yeah. Just like a bunch of cubed cheddar. I've gone to a restaurant to spend my filthy lucre, and I expect a certain level of sophistication, a performance aspect that is better than what I can get out of my pantry yeah. in like 30 seconds. Exactly. And so if if you get those cubed store cheddars surrounded by like someone just opening the paper wrapper of Ritz and spinning <laughs> it around the plates, daddy no likey. I feel you've gained valuable information about the restaurant you're in then. Uh, yeah, don't go to... Are we allowed to anti-endorse things? I mean, I don't know. Like, we can, we, you, you can could say make it, up a name. Like, tell us, and then you can, like, beep it out in post. Like, if I tell you guys, then I'm not going to beep it out in pro- post. And then... And then we're going to get sued. Well, you can't get sued if I... Well, hold on. It's a joke podcast, so anything we're doing is under the auspices of humor. <laughs> uh, so, theoretically, with that disclaimer... So where'd you get this cheddar chunk? Uh, there's some goddamn cidery over on the Fruit Loop as you're going into Hood River. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course it's at a cidery. Like, of course yeah. it's at a cidery. Because, of course. Yeah. It's like... Somehow this doesn't actually surprise me. I mean, they, they presume to have, like, 12 different varieties of apple cider, some of which are garbage and some of which are okay. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're here. Let's have some cheese plate. That sounds nice. And then we're sitting on it the porch. It was a lie. It was a lie! 
Okay, but here's the thing. Be careful like, on the cider trail, everyone. Yeah, but here's the thing about that. Like, in the way, don't you kind of expect that, like, was it, like, ironic cheese plate? Was this, like, hipster? Because, I mean, like, cider can River. be There's a no little... There's no hipsters out in Sofia River. No? Yeah, it's mostly wine snobs. Okay, because I was going to say, like, cider seems and like fruit. it could be a little hipster Lots of fruit. No, I think they were earnest people doing what they thought was right. Okay. But that was wrong. Okay. Because, I mean, like, I could see it being an ironic cheese... Like, oh, this is our ironic cheese plate with oh, cheddar cubes and Ritz crackers. Yeah, there was a place over... What's it called? That would serve PBRs in an ice bucket, like a bottle of champagne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bucket, yeah. Of, bucket of PBRs. Yeah. I've seen that before. Uh, you know, I don't know if they walk it out with the dish towel draped over the arm like a good waiter, so. but... Yeah. Like a nice presentation. Mm-hmm. Like, holding it out. This Today we have our fine selection of PBR it was probably brewed last week in 2017 from the Milwaukee region mm-hmm. of Wisconsin no it's of Fresh. Wisconsin in mm. the Wisconsin here <laughs> so what what type of cheese is your favorite is it unpasteurized cheese a feta a mozzarella a cheddar a gouda a swiss I I like a good stinking cheese like Stinkier I, the better? Yeah, like a good, like, I, like they call it like a footy cheese. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Get I don't know. Get that blend in there, maybe? Just kind of spice it up a little? Yeah, like, I just like a real good flavored cheese. But, Overwhelm um, both smellily, tastily, yeah. and texturally. Exactly. Like a, like a runny, like a nice runny, smelly cheese. I can see that. Delicious. But also then you're, like, running some risks. Because a lot of times the best, nice, running, smelly cheeses are unpasteurized. Mm-hmm. And there are some risks inherent in deciding to eat things that have not been pasteurized, like dairy that has not been pasteurized. And so, you know, it's a gamble. Eat, this, eat the yummy, delicious cheese, maybe die. Botulism's fun. Yeah, because there's, there's the unpasteurized cheese. Like, I don't think we can get real camembert here <laughs> anymore because the rules... And there's, like, the mite cheese that has the bugs that eat the rind yeah. to make it fancy. Those sound adventurous. Gosh. There's, like, okay, so this is a thing I didn't know about, but there's, like, a cheese black market in the U.S. Did you guys know about the cheese black market? That is a black market for everything. Yeah. Because of because of the rules with, like, the cheese that you can have. Like, you're not even supposed to, like, imp- like there's cheese you cannot, you're not supposed to bring into the U.S., you're not supposed to have because of, like, all the pasteurization rules, there's, like, black market cheese <laughs> that, like, it's, I guess it's, like, a big thing amongst, fancy especially, like, fancy chefs mm-hmm. and stuff, of, like, oh, yeah, did you hear about this cheese? And so they, like, black market cheese into the U.S. And while... By boat? By plane? By foot? Probably all of the above. Yeah. Do they make, like, bathtub cheese? Oh, I, Do you make it in yeah. the back room of different mixtures? I would not doubt that, like, there's some being made here, but also it's, like, just, like, smuggled. Like, smuggled cheese. And while there's, I mean, personally, I think there's, respons- like, human responsibility that comes into, like, I want to eat this cheese. Yes, it might kill me. That's on me. Like, also, I just love the idea of, like, this, like, super sketchy back market, but it's, or black market, but it's, like, you know, it's kind of snooty chefs with, like, like, they're all from, like, you know, just the Midwest, but they have kind of, like, that put-on fake French accent, like, just discussing cheese and, like, the back room of... I'm hoping they all open their aprons and they have different cheese samples that you can try. Yeah, like, just, like, they, like, flip it up from the underneath, and yep. there's just, like, cheese underneath. Cheese rides. Like, watches. Yep. Like, a whole bunch of pull little... up their chef's hat. Yep. 
You've just got a wheel of cheese on their mm-hmm. head. That's why it's so tall, so they can carry more things in it. Well, mind blown. <laughs> Alright, well I think that's all the time we have for tonight on this subject. Chrissy and Jeremiah, why don't you give our audience your fond farewells? Enjoy your cheeses. Pasteurized, unpasteurized. Probably, if it's unpasteurized, don't admit that you listen to us in the United States. And if you do listen to us in the United States, make sure you enjoy that American cheese made with only the finest American petroleum products. USA. Dip your cheese in a bowl of water and watch the rainbow appear. Use it on the front of your shield if you have to fight a gorgon. American cheese. There's nothing it can't do. And if you want to, go to www.cheese.com and find out how many cheeses there are out there. I was amazed. Thanks for listening.